Welcome to this special Galentine's Day episode of Coffee and Co-Read, your source for all things literary, with Kristen and Catherine, where we believe there's nothing better than a hot coffee and an awesome book. Join us for our virtual book club, where we take one book a month and dive into all the drama, adventure, and romance we can find. Hey, Kristen. Hi, Catherine. So, (laughs) it's Galentine's Day. (laughs) It is Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day to you. And happy Galentine's Day to all of our lovely listeners. Yeah. So I read for this episode that <laughs> Galentine's Day originated on Parks and Rec. Um, oh. And it's basically a day to celebrate like platonic friendships which is kind of cool. I do like the idea of it. Like yeah. Valentine's day is it's so it's almost like cheesy to say it now, but like Valentine's day is so over commercialized, but like it is. <laughs> I don't know. I never really do much for Valentine's day. Like we never do gifts or anything, but like no. we might, we might, have a special or supper or something like make something like we don't go out because getting a table anywhere is ridiculous. Um, do you do anything for Valentine's day? Um, it was less of a thing before we had kids. Now that we have kids, it's sort of an excuse to be able to go out away from the kids, which is like terrible to say. I love my children, but like if you have children, then you know, or, you know, if you are close in close proximity to children, (laughs) you know that they can be a lot. It is a lot of work. It takes a lot of your time and your sense of self. So any opportunity that we can get out and just have an evening of the two of us, we are all for. So like, usually my parents like, and when I say Valentine's Day, like it's not always, it's actually never actual valentine's day Mm -hmm. we'll go out like the weekend before the weekend after yeah and yeah my parents will usually take the kids and then we can go out and do sometimes it's a movie sometimes it's dinner it's not anything a big deal it's just a hey let's like make a plan to actually go out have a date yeah yeah so that makes sense i also find with kids around there's a lot more valentine's like (laughs) so the kids it's a it's a bigger thing for the kids too like my niece was doing her valentine's up in january for no reason (laughs) like i I don't know why but she she's 11 and has already started had already started doing them up in january and i was like what are you doing (laughs) to be fair my kids also started in january oh yeah (laughs) yeah well, it's it's really hard. Uh, like the the last holiday, Christmas is huge, and then January comes up, and there's a holiday the first day of January. Obviously, New Year's Day, we get a holiday, but then there's no holidays where we are work holidays. I mean, until Easter, which is in April, and that's like four months basically before. <laughs> Before you actually get a day off of work, unless you like take a day or something. So it's, it's nice to have things to be excited for. And I guess like Valentine's in school is something that kids are excited for. So it is, it is a good thing 
I really 180'd my opinion on Valentine's Day there. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of social pressure for Valentine's Day. Like a lot of people feel like, well, they have to have a date for Valentine's Day or like when they don't have a significant other, they're really upset. Oh, it's Valentine's Day and I'm alone. And like, mm-hmm. like if that's how you feel, your feelings are valid. But like if, if for me, in my mind, like it's just another day. Yeah. Like you were alone yesterday. You're going to be alone tomorrow. There's nothing wrong with being alone today, too. Yeah. No, I know. It's just, it's, I think it's more a spotlight on it than most yeah. days are. It, and I do get that. Yeah, for sure. But like, you know, I just, I feel like there's like, not only is it over commercialized, over commercialized, there's just all this social pressure associated with it as a holiday. Yeah. And then like, if you don't have a special someone that you're celebrating with then people are like oh you're rebelling are you you're gonna have it especially you're gonna spend it all alone on purpose you're choose yeah and then people get all yeah i'm choosing to be alone because i reject valentine's day and it's just this whole mood yeah no i agree yeah so but (laughs) galentine's day is what we're actually celebrating yeah But I also think Valentine's Day is, like, it's a nice idea, too, because, like, there isn't really a holiday for friendships. And some of the most rewarding, rewarding, wow, that sounded weird, rewarding relationships that you have as an adult are your friends. Mm -hmm. So I do love the idea of, of Valentine's Day being a thing. It being so close to Valentine's Day is, like... I get it. Obviously, it's a play on Valentine's Day, but yeah. Anyway, I like it. I I actually had no idea this existed until this year when a couple of students told me about it. Like, oh, and they really? told me about it like right after Christmas. They were like, "Miss, do you got any plans for Valentine's Day?" And I'm like, "What is that?" <laughs> and they were like, "Oh," and then they told me, and they're like, "We're gonna go out and like hit the town." It was like these two girls that are like BFFs. <laughs> They're like 12. They're going to hit the town. Well, when I say hit the town, I mean hit the town in a 14-year-old manner and like go to the mall together and like maybe go like watch a movie or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to hit the town in in an age-appropriate way. (laughs) That's fair. Um, But yeah, I had no idea this was a thing. I was like, Galentine's Day. And they're like, yeah, like you hang out with your like with your pals and your your gal pals. I was like, this sounds great. Yeah. So, yeah, we're excited to celebrate first time this year. Yeah. Um, So I guess to celebrate Galentine's Day, we are going to talk about some women in the books we have read this past year and talk about, like, if we want to be their friends and why. So we're going to start with The Discovery of Witches, because that is the first book that we read on the podcast. Um, So we're going to first talk about Diana, because she's our main character from that book. And uh, Kristen, would you want to be Diana's friend? Um, Yes, I think I would, because especially once she like sort of gets a better handle on her magic. I know that happens sort of later in the series. Mm-hmm. Um in the first book, we don't really get to see her evolution as a magic user. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I like that she's really intelligent, like, and and mm-hmm. academically oriented and studious. Like, I feel like her and I would really gel. Yeah. Um, in that way, and like being a lifelong student and a lifelong learner is really like inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just think like I don't think she would judge me for wanting. I don't know. Like I got judged today at school actually because I like to highlight things. And I was like, you can't turn away from a good highlighting session to like highlight your notes and stuff. Yeah. And the teacher was like, no, you can like, you're ridiculous. And like thinks I'm a ridiculous person because I like to highlight things and it helps me stay organized. Yeah. I think that's like, I feel like a lot of people will resonate with doing that too. (laughs) Like it's a very book person thing. Like you want to highlight, you want to tabs. Yes, but that's so. But so this is the thing. That's what I'm doing because I'm doing a a novel study with my one of my English classes, Mm -hmm. and so I'm right now. I'm I've read the book a whole bunch, but I'm rereading it so that I can make notes in tab. Like I'm putting a whole bunch of tabs down and I'm highlighting sections. Yeah, and he was this teacher looked at me like I had ten heads, and then had the audacity (laughs) talking to talk about how much he dog ears the books. What kind, what kind of and teacher he, is he? An English teacher. No. Anyway, yeah. So he's an English teacher as well. And I guess just different different personalities. But yeah, I feel like Diana wouldn't judge me for my uh, my love of highlighting sections and tabbing <laughs> stuff. No. What book are you doing? Just out of curiosity. Hunger Games. Ooh, I yes. love that. May the so odds good. be ever in your favor. Are you going to show the movie? Of course, but not uh, until after we've read the book. Of course, yeah. 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 The movie made me cry. I know. Um, I'm hoping they like it because we're sort of at a generation now because when they approve the book, so you have to go through this, through this really long process. Not mm-hmm. really long, but like it takes our school board ages to like approve books to our list of books to be able to study. Yeah. So it obviously took a few years, but by the time it had gotten on the list and teachers started choosing it to do, a lot of students had read it mm-hmm. be- because it was a popular choice. Yeah. Now, like it's been 11 years since that yeah. first book came out. So we're actually enough time has passed where I think there's only one kid in my class that has read it. Oh, cool. So like I'm introducing them to it again. Like yeah. it's almost like it's brand new, even though it's not. Yeah. My, I obviously love reading, but I struggled with any books that I did in school, which yeah. like, and I think that, I don't know, it's more being told what to read, but I think it was also some of the book choices were just not great when I was in school. But, um, but in fairness, a lot of the books that we did in school are still on the list of approved books to do. And a lot of teachers still do them simply because the budget is not there to buy new books. So you yeah. buy, so you just use the books that you already have in school. Yeah. And I guess and the other thing really too, unfortunate. Like, yeah. And I'm sure like there's notes passed down generations of teachers on Dracula, which is the only book I liked that we did. And I actually had read it before. If I had read a book before we did it in school and I knew I liked it, then I was fine with it. But anyway, that's just a tangent. But yeah, 
friends with Diana. Friends with Diana. Trek. How would you want to be friends with Diana? Um, I think, I think maybe. Like, I feel like she'd be like a good, like person to have in your orbit but I don't know if we'd be super close. Like, I think we could like go for a run together or like, I'd love to try rowing. That'd be cool. Like that kind of stuff. Um, she's, she's really close with her friend in the third book, which I really appreciate. Like I love when characters have good friendships in books and they're not just the romance. Isn't their only friend. Um, so I do appreciate that about her. Um, she doesn't really have any female friends and I don't know if that's because she's the, like, I'm so different from every other girl trope. So I kind of worry about that, but you know, I think we could be pals. I don't think we'd be best friends or anything, but no. Yeah. I just want to give a special shout out. Yizabo, who is Matthew's mother. Mm. I would totally be best friends with. Oh my God. I love her. Mm. yeah she sounds like a badass and i would want to be her friend mm-hmm. 100 percent. yeah so yeah um so the next book that we did in uh april was crescent city by sarah j mass uh so we do have a couple of women that we can mm-hmm. talk about here uh but i guess our main character is uh bryce so what do you think? Do you think you could be friends with Bryce? Um, I think if we were the same age that she would have been a lot of fun. I don't know how close of a friendship it would have been. I feel kind of like it would have been like party friends. Like you see someone at a party and you're like, oh my God, I love you so much. And then you go your own way, basically. Um as she matures through the book, though, uh, obviously she kind of becomes a bit different uh, than the beginning. Um, I don't know. I, I, I find her character, I don't connect with her as much as I do with other Sarah J. Mass um, main female characters. Um, but I, I also think like when I'm reading, especially Sarah J Mass books, like I want to be the main character. I don't want to be her friend. <laughs> so I just feel like I didn't connect with the choices Bryce was making. Um, but I don't think like that would make a bad friend or anything. Um, she's obviously very loyal. Like she spent the entire first book like trying to figure out what happened to her friend. So I do think that she is a very good friend. I just don't know if we would have become friends in the party era. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I sort of feel the same. Like, I just feel like she's so like, I find at the beginning, like, obviously, like you said, she changes and I feel like she changes in the way that she just gets more and more angsty like understanding why she's angsty i get it she has a reason like you know at the beginning when she has danica you know she's her father rejected her like 
she's not really considered a first class citizen. Her mom is not treated that great, like because she's a human, like, you know, I get her issues, but she's just too a bit too hardcore for me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like going out and like constantly drinking, like doing all kinds of drugs, like Mm -hmm. partying really. I've I've gone out. But I've never partied like that, like that hard. I just feel like she would leave me in the dust. Like I'm much more content to like, yeah, I'll go out, have a few drinks, but like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get that destroyed. Yeah. And I guess that's the other thing too. Like I, I wouldn't want necessarily to be friends with somebody who doesn't know how they got home. Yeah like multiple nights a week yeah it it just would feel like I would feel the need to try to take care of them and make sure they got home and then that's like your entire night is that so yeah Yeah. and then and then you know like after she's just you know you almost do like Juniper sort of does feel the need to take care of her a little bit right Mm -hmm. like constantly checking in with her seeing if she's okay like she admitted in that book that she almost killed herself because Yannick was gone so like Mm -hmm. it just like the extremes not that I wouldn't like obviously if my friend was traumatized of course I would help her Mm -hmm. but I don't know it just she seems like exhausting yeah and like she isn't really making friends. Like she's still dealing with her trauma in the second part of the book. It's not like she's like over it and has moved on. Like she's obviously progressed in some ways, but like in after the very beginning of the first book and even into the second book, she's still dealing with so much trauma that like, she's not, she's not who she's going to be when she's through it all. Like, there's still growth to be had as a character. For sure. Yeah. Um, obviously, her best friend is Danica. Um, we find out a bit bit more about Danica in the second book than we really do in the first book. And about what kind of friendship they have. Um, so Danica, I don't I don't know. She seems awesome. Um, she's obviously also very party oriented. She seems very intense in the first book, in the little bits we get of her. I think like she'd be so a great person to have in your corner. Like if you were friends with her. Um, but after reading the second book, I kind of, I kind of just, I don't understand what Sarah J Mass is doing to her character. And I feel bad for her (laughs) even though in the book she's dead but I feel bad for her because of all the stuff that came out in the second book and it makes me feel defensive of her so maybe I would be friends with her this makes me feel like (laughs) I feel very defensive of her as a character and I'm like mad about what the author is doing now in the series so I don't know my yeah my issue with Danica is like similar to Bryce. Like she parties real hard. She is super mm. responsible. So I do like that. Um, but like she's, I just find her a bit too secretive. 
I do too, but I just don't understand why she's why why Sarah J. Mass is doing this. Why is she making her have kept all these secrets? Like I feel like the little bit we got from the beginning of the first book, she's not that type of person, and she would tell Bryce things. Like I just don't understand why. I feel like her character has made a 180 and I just don't get it. But anyway, that's that's a rant for whenever we read Crescent City 2. Yeah. And I'm ready for it. <laughs> um, I guess we'll do a little bit of a special shout out to the other sort of females we've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Fury and Juniper and Lahaba. Yeah. Um, would you be friends with any of them? Um... I like the idea of being friends with Fury because she seems dope, but she also seems a bit scary. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to deal with that side of her. Mm-hmm. Um, Juniper seems very nice. That's all I can really <laughs> say about her. Like okay. she's very, I don't know. She's, she's not super complex or like, she's very much the Elaine of this story. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't know anything about her, so I don't know how to answer that. Okay. And Lahaba, I just love. She's yeah. she's awesome. I would be her friend in a heartbeat. Yeah. What about you? Um, Fury, like, same Z's. She seems mm. so badass and cool, but I think she would frighten me and I'd be afraid to talk to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, Juniper, I actually, like, I don't know if I would be friends with Juniper because... She just seems like she's very oriented and focused on dance. Mm -hmm. And then, in all fairness, like, she sort of, I don't know, she just seems a bit, like, obtuse. Like, she doesn't seem super supportive as a friend. Mm. And when Bryce is, like, really suffering and, like, Juniper's just like, well, we all lost someone. But it's like, but Bryce is like, yeah, but like Fury didn't cut you out. Fury cut me out. Yeah. So like Bryce literally lost everybody the day she lost Danica. And I'm mad that Juniper didn't see that. Yeah. And like sort of defended Fury. I understand why. Yes. But. But like that bothers me. And Mm -hmm. Lahaba, like Lahaba the same. Like I would totally be friends with her. Although I do find her a little bit whiny. Of course, yeah. She's she's also a slave, though, so, like, yeah, can't blame so, her. Yeah, so, yeah. Gotta <laughs> give her a little bit of leeway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so our next book in May was Shadow and Bone. So, um, Alina is the main character here. Would you be friends with her? I actually probably would not be friends with Alina. That's fair. Um, I think she's just a bit a bit too like single like one track mind like oh gotta find mal gotta find mal oh i gotta get back to mal oh darkling for a hot second and the oh oh no i need mal 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 like yeah it just it just sort of bothers me and like i just i don't know i just find her a bit of an annoying character to be honest like none of her decisions i thought were smart yeah, and really, like, the whole reason the book happens is because she didn't want to be separated from her friend yeah. in the beginning when they were kids. Yeah. Um, which, like, not a bad thing, but yes, it is very one-track-minded. And, like, tiny little spoiler for this series, so skip ahead 
15, 10 seconds, whatever. Um, but she ends up with Mal. So I, I don't like how she doesn't have other friendships either. I don't know. I feel like she could have more friendships to develop her character, but she is very one track minded. Yeah. I think I kind of feel the same. Like, I don't know. I also think her character was written so that she is a nobody and she has no friends. So it probably like, would the story even really work if she was friends with us in the first book? I don't know. It's just, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, I think that's a no for me as well. Uh, so the next book we did was in June. We did Bitten by Kelly Armstrong. Uh, our main character there is Elena. Uh, not Alina, but <laughs> Elena. Uh, who is a reluctant werewolf. Mm-hmm. What, are your, yeah. what are your thoughts on Elena? Would you be friends with her? I like to think so. She seems cool. She seems badass. Like I, f- I feel like her, her human persona is a bit fake in the first book. So I, I wouldn't want to be her friend. Like, unless I knew she was a werewolf, mm. which I don't know if that would happen. Um, If like, I feel like, it just makes me think of the show and I don't even remember the show all that much, but like she was just putting on a happy face and like pretending. And I don't know. I I don't think I'd want to be her friend in that regard, but the thing I worry about is kind of like discovery of witches. She very much is a, um, not like other girls girl. She's the only female werewolf, so I just don't know if it would be possible for her to have a close female friend. Well, it gets more possible the further into the books you get. Yeah, it's been too long since mm. I read whatever I read. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel the same. Like, I actually feel like the fact that she's only friends with men sort of means that there's no way we could be friends not just because that the differing genders just because like i like being friends with girls yeah so like i don't think our like if she doesn't like being friends with girls i don't see how we would mesh well yeah i think it's very much a product of its time where like it it really was a big thing to be not like other girls and be like oh i only have friends that are guys because I don't like the drama and I don't Mm -hmm. like the cattiness and all of that stuff. And like, I I think it is changing in the world and like that isn't as popular of an opinion anymore, which I think is good. Um, But yeah, I do think that she is, is kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so our next book was in July of last year and it was Throne of Glass. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so our main character there is Selena Sardothian. Um, and I just want to be her. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know how to answer this question. Do you, would you want to be her friend? Yes. But I also agree with you. I would, like, I would want to be her. So, like, mm-hmm. would being her friend make me jealous? 
Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. Being, you'd almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd, you'd need like, to be a very strong personality to be her friend. Cause like, I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'd turn into Caltane. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to be Caltane. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. I didn't think of that, but that is very smart. <laughs> um, I, I kind of worry the same, but I, I absolutely love her to pieces. I know, me too. I just like, I think just think she's such a strongly developed character and she has so many, like, she's so, um, like dimensional. She's not flat. She has so much to her as a character. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, she has negatives. Yeah. But like, you can totally overlook the flaws and just look at what an awesome character she is. And you do just want to like, you want to know her. You mm-hmm. want to be in her presence. Yeah. Which I think makes sense later on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I absolutely love her. I, I would like to be her friend. I hope that I'd have like a strong enough personality to be her friend and not just be overshadowed by her. Yeah. But I don't I worry. <laughs> yeah. I don't worry about the shadow overshadowing. I just feel like I would look at her and I would want her life. Yeah. I mean, more so like, like I wouldn't want to be in her friend group and then nobody care about me at all <laughs> because she's around type thing. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah. So in that book too, I think we can both say that we wouldn't want to be friends with Caltane. <laughs> she's a bit catty. She tries to poison her a bit catty. <laughs> a lot catty. Yeah. But at the same time, near the end, like I feel, ba- I feel for Caltane at the end of her story, yes. and I'm sort of like, "You go, Caltane!" Like, yeah, she she's gets sort of badass. that that mean girl that gets redeemed. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she's like Regina George. Like you still wouldn't want to be friends with her, but at the end, when everything is at peace, at the end of Mean Girls, you forgive her a little bit for some of the things she did. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, another one, Nehemia, and I'm going to say a hard no based on what happens in the next book. <laughs> Do you forget really? what happens in the next book? She dies? Yeah. You wouldn't want to be friends with her just because she's going to die? No, because she plotted her own death with I guess. Elena to get Selena to become who she's meant to be. Yeah. Oh, but I can't be mad at that. <laughs> you can. I would be so pissed. Like, there's just so much scheming. You're not a real friend. Yeah, I guess. Like, I, no, no, no. I you I, can I, still be her friend if you want. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I didn't take it in a scheming, not really a friend sort of way. I took it in a. Like, she knew, like, she trusted her enough to know that she was going to save the world. Yeah. She just gave her the push that she needed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to agree to disagree. We're going to do that. Um, I guess- Like, I'm not, listen, okay, before we move <laughs> on, I just want to clarify. I'm not, not upset about it. Like, it does <laughs> make me mad. Yes. 
I can just forgive it, I think, a little bit easier. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Um, few honorable mentions that I have to bring up because I, I would 100% want to be their friends. Um, actually, just Lysandra. Mm-hmm. Love Big her. fan. Yep. And Manon. Although I feel like Manon would be sort of the same way with Fury with me. Like, would I be too afraid to talk to her? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think so too. But like, I just want to be friends with Abraxos. And then yes. I would just, like, if you treat Abraxos well, then I think she would like come around to you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way in. Yeah. But. Lysandra, I absolutely would want to be her friend. Obviously, when she was younger, um, Selena and her were pitted against each other on purpose, probably. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think that obviously would be hard to deal with. But as both characters grow, like, I absolutely adore her. Yeah, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I love Lysandra. And, like, she's a little bit girly, but she's still really tough. And, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't well, take so shit. Is, so is Selena. Like, she yes. she loves her clothes. And, yeah. like, I just, I love that she has dimensions as a character. And she's not just, like, I'm badass. I just wear black. Even though that's 100% what, like, I would be. and i know a lot of people are like that but i do like that it's just different than what you normally read like she loves beautiful clothes and she loves things and Mm -hmm. i just i do like that yeah um okay so the next book that we did in august of last year was vampire academy by rochelle mead i feel like you would have a lot of thoughts about this so uh our main character rose do you want to be her friend i do i love her i also want to be her um so that one's a bit hard too but (laughs) she's she's like she's the badassness of selena but she doesn't and i don't say this in a mean way but she doesn't have the same intelligence as selena does like um she has strategy and like she works hard at what she does but she doesn't have the same level of like strategy yeah like she has physical strategy she doesn't have mental strategy um which is 100 percent how she was raised like obviously she was raised to be a protector a guardian so like she's not supposed to be super smart like half of her school day is dedicated to fighting basically so I, I absolutely don't say that in a bad way at all. Um, but I, I absolutely love her. And she is more the black wearing badass. <laughs> um, I would want to be her. And I also think that she would be a lot of fun. Um, I kind of wish that she was older in the books so I could get, or like that a book came out later on so I could get more about her as an actual adult know what she's like because this is high school in the books but she's also one of the like a lot of her friends are boys but she she does have a friend that is a girl so like she's not against it like some other characters seem to be yeah 
But yeah, I think I'd I'd want to be her friend for sure. What about you? Uh, definitely, I think. Yeah, I would totally want to be her friend. I would want to be her friend, though, being the same age as her. Yeah. Like, like obviously, I know it's like, yeah, of course. But, like, all I can think about is the whole weirdness of, like, the mentor and this and the student sort of scenario. So like if I was an yeah. adult, I would feel the need to report that. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel like for her though, like I don't even know she get she got in high school she got too much attention because she was so outspoken and like uh, she temperamental and stuff. So I don't even know if I necessarily would want to be her friend in high school. Like, I think definitely after I'd want to be her friend. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's before, if it's during high school or after. Mm. The one thing I will say is at least if we were friends during high school, I feel like she could protect me from all the bullies. That's true. Which would be nice. Yeah. So. It's fair. Um, what about Lissa? Would you be friends with Lissa? Probably not, dude. Yeah. I kind of uh, feel the same way. She's just, she's... Too high maintenance, and it just seems like a lot of work to be her friend. Yeah, essentially, she's, she's got very... a lot of she's got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> she does, but she's also very like into her own issues, and like she doesn't notice things are happening with her friend. And also, I realize that they are in high school, um, yeah. so obviously, and her character does develop a lot through these series, obviously, um, but. I think she's very, she's, thinks a lot about herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next book is the one we did in September and it's Akatar. Yay! By Sarah J. Mass. Yeah. So I guess we'll talk about Feyre. Do you want to be friends with Feyre? I think so. I think like... I think she's strong. She's a bit quiet, which I think helps me because I'm by nature not. So I think we would mesh well there. Um, I don't know. Like once she sort of makes her way up in the world, there's a lot of perks that go along with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's a strong, I feel, I just, I get a strong silent type vibe from her. Mm-hmm. That I that I like, makes that sense. I, you know what I mean. That I just think meshes well with my not strong, not silent type. <laughs> I get that. Um, yeah, I I think I would want to be friends with her. Um, she seems she seems cool. I guess like obviously a lot of the books are her in traumatic situations, so it's kind of hard to. It is. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to know if you actually would be friends with her. But obviously, she's another one that, like, when you're reading the books, you're like, this is what I would do. Um, Except for some of the stupid mistakes that I highlighted in this book when we talked about it. But, (laughs) um, yeah, it's... She's somebody that I think you'd aspire to be. So, like, you probably want them in your circle type thing. So... Elaine and Nesta, would you want to be their friends? <laughs> you have a lot of thoughts on them. No, 
no, I would not. I think they are both bitches, and I <laughs> would sooner throw them away. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, I'm still waiting for Elaine's story because I don't understand her character at all, like in, in any way. So I honestly can't make a call on her at all. I think from what I've seen, I don't think I'd want to be her friend. Like both of the sisters before Farah went away and the trauma that they went through um, were very frivolous and only worried about buying shit. So like, and like social standings and like gossiping. So I, I don't think that I would want to be their friends then. Um, nope. But Elaine, I don't know what the fuck's going on with her anymore. So I want to wait and see. Um, and then Nesta, I think I could be friends with Nesta. Um, obviously, Silver Flames time. I wouldn't want to necessarily like be around her during her time when she was not doing well. Which is terrible to say, but like she, she was very mean to everybody that tried to help her or tried to be her friend or anything for a very long time. So it's obviously a very taxing relationship for her sisters and for anybody else that was around. So like, obviously that would be hard. If we had been friends before, obviously you wouldn't just throw the whole person away, but no, um, yeah. I, I think I could be friends with her if we like, if I, if I went to her little fight club that she started, I think I'd be able to be her friend. And like, they got up to some fun shit with the house in that yeah. book. So yeah. Neat. Yeah. Uh, so our book from October was The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. So there our main character is uh, Vivienne. So, yes. do you think you'd be friends with Vivienne? Um, I'm trying to think of her character right now. <laughs> she is a professor. She also hates her magic. Is this just a discovery of witches? <laughs> <laughs> My God, um, we didn't make that connection. Not at all. That is so funny. I feel like... I didn't connect with her character in a way that I connected with a lot of other characters. And I don't know if that is because I'd only read this book the one time or what it was, but I, I didn't, I, I don't think I would necessarily be her friend for no real reason. I, I wouldn't dislike her or anything. I just don't know if we would yeah, get to a friendship stage. I, I'm sort of a little bit more amenable to the idea of being friends. I don't Mm. think we'd be besties or anything like that. Again, I love the studious, like, I'm a professor scenario that would really, I would love to be friends there and, like, pick her brain about stuff like that. Yeah. But the whole, like, she's essentially made her whole life about this one ex and, like, she's been obsessed. Like, why are you obsessed with me? It's like, why are you obsessed with him? Yeah. Like. She even picked her area of study based on his home country. So, like... She'd never been. Like, it's just so 
was so weird. Yeah. I can't imagine. I, like, I know people study history and obviously have never been to history. Um, <laughs> but it just seems like if you could go to history and you were studying history, you'd go to history. Yeah. It's weird. So, like, I, again, I feel like we'd be, like friends that might go for coffee once every few months and just be like oh hey how are you in passing i yeah. don't think we'd be really close like she'd be in the um book club probably yeah, yeah. yeah. um i agree uh what about gwen her cousin more and me i'm more amenable to being gwen's friend I am too, which is funny because I do have the second book in this series and I have started it, but I didn't finish it. And she is like the main character of that book. But I think she would be more my style of friend. Like she's, they jokingly cursed him and that was her idea. Like she's, she's, she's a good friend. And like, I do think that I would want to be her friend. Yeah. Yeah. So November... We read Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. So this book, um, I guess there are two, is it only two? Yeah, two main female characters in their little group of six. Uh, there's Inej and there is... Nina. Nina, thank you. <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> um, so do you have thoughts on those two? I do. I would actually, I would actually be both of their friends. Yeah. I think Nina would be a laugh. I think, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's the friend that you would go out with and she had no, she would have no fear. She would like just go up and like, we would all end up with like free drinks because she flirt her way to get all getting us free drinks. (laughs) We'd end up in a VIP section somewhere. Like, I just feel like she would get us the whole shebang. That's how I feel a night out with Nina would be like. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like she'd be a good brunch friend. Like, yeah. go out to brunch and, like, have a few mimosas and just, like, shoot the shit. I feel like yeah. she'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And Inej, like, I feel like she's also sort of, like, a strong, silent-type individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just think it'd be really fun to, like, hang out with her. And she would be the best person to play hide-and-seek with. <laughs> you just lose all the time yeah yeah no i i Inej is another one of the ones that i would like want to be <laughs> so um she's just badass and i just love that uh so yeah i think i'd, I'd want to be her friend too and you'd get all the gossip which i know i i complained about characters gossiping a little while ago but what can i say nothing exactly <laughs> Um, so our next book is A Court of Mist and Fury, which by Sarah J. Mass that we did in December, a.k.a. my favorite book of all time. Yeah. So, um, since we already talked about, um, Feyre, Nesta, and Elaine, this time we're going to talk about Morrigan and Amran. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you want to be either of their friends? Um, Amran is very similar to Fury and M- Manon, which is mm-hmm. funny because they're also Sarah J. Mass books. Yeah. Um, I feel like there always has to be the yeah. scary woman character. Um, 
but maybe even a bit more so like she's she scares me a bit more she kind of reminds me of like a McGonagall type person where like they're someone that I respect but I don't think that it would necessarily be friendship um and Morgan I would I would love to be her friend I'd want to borrow all of her clothes and get our makeup done and go out together like yeah adore her what about you uh similar i actually find i'm less intimidated by emran than i am by like fury and mm. men and Manon. um so i would actually be friends with emran like again i feel like as long as you're plying her with jewelry then she'll be your best friend <laughs> yeah. forever um and yeah morgan same thing i'd be her best friend in a heartbeat yeah like no questions asked she's just she is super fun. I want to go dancing with her. But at the same time, she's got your back. Yeah. Yeah. I so. Yeah. Yeah. So last month, we obviously did a touch of darkness. And we had a lot of thoughts about friends <laughs> in that uh, in that book. Um, so the main character there is obviously Persephone. Um, so would you be friends with Persephone? Not a chance in hell. Ah, no ah. chance in the underworld. <laughs> um, no, I just like I find she's too impulsive. She's too whiny. She's too like woe is me. I just I can't connect with her. Like I like the book and I I like her as a character, but I would not be able to be friends with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I struggled a lot with her character reading the book and like she's not a very good friend I don't think and I do think obviously it has to do with her upbringing but like we've talked about her relationship with her friend Lexa a million times and like I don't think they were good friends so I don't know I I don't think she's able to have a good friendship right now where she is mentally yeah and then like on the opposite end of the coin, if we're talking uh, about Lexa, Lexa, like, same thing. I feel like she gets mad at Persephone all the time for not confiding in her. I just, like, she drops her for a guy all the time. Mm. I just, like, she's not something, she's not somebody that I also want to be friends with. Yeah, I feel the same way. And, like, I just don't think I'd be friends with her either. Um, yeah, so this month we're halfway through Solitaire by Alice Oseman, um, and the main character there is Tori Spring. So obviously we don't know everything about her yet, um, but based on what we know, would you want to be her friend? Um, I think so. Like, I think she's got stuff going on, Mm -hmm. which sort of makes it like, a little bit of an unknown and like you said we haven't really finished we so you know not 100% sure where she's gonna go as a character um I think she sort of proves challenging though because she's not like not that she's not friendly but I feel like like she's trying to isolate herself because she is in a bad mental state yeah so like obviously that doesn't help yeah yeah so yeah i do i 
I do think I'd want to be her friend. Um, I, I obviously think it would be hard because she is, seems like going through a lot and isolating herself. But I do, I like her as a character. And I do yeah. think that this book is going well. <laughs> is what I'll say there. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else that you want to bring up? I don't think so. I feel like we've covered quite a few. And mm-hmm. obviously we couldn't talk about everybody that exists in the series. So we tried to focus on like one of the few, one of one or more of the main female characters. Um, um, I am going to bring up the award that goes to worst friend ever. And I'm giving it to Ianthe from A Court of Thorns and Roses. <laughs> yeah. Because she literally sold uh, Feyre's family down the toilet after saying she was friends with her. So, yeah. And just tried to manipulate her and basically get her to do what a high lady should. But, like, she was, like, just a pawn for... I Anthe to throw around. Yeah. She's a piece of shit. Yeah. Ooh, and the best friend a girl can have is the cereal. Yes. <laughs> best friend a girl can have is a cereal. Get you yeah. a cereal. Yeah, that's true. I want a cereal. Yeah. Me too. Um, so I guess we're wrapping it up there for this special Galentine's Day episode. Yeah. I think that's all we had. Um, we hope you had fun listening to who we would and would not be friends with if all of our fictional characters became real. <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with us and share your thoughts on anything that you heard in this episode, or if you have any book suggestions you can email us at coffeeandcoread at gmail.com and be sure to check us out on twitter facebook and instagram at coffeeandcoread so we'll be back on friday of this week with another episode of solitaire by alice osman and thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you on the next page